Hello, everyone. Uh, happy Easter. Today is Easter Sunday. Um, I'm chilling at home, ready to talk. Um, and I'm a Christian. I'm just a normal guy doing normal things and trying to talk about it while still being a Christian at the same time. If you came here for some answers, good luck. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm making everything up as I go along. <laughs> I don't know. How'd you like that? How'd you like that one? Just words and then and I'm a Christian? I think that's good. I'll probably use that again. What's up? Uh, this is Sam coming at you. Uh, coming at you hard. Um, uh, happy Easter. Today is Easter for me. If you're listening to this, I'm planning on posting it tomorrow. So you should be hearing this uh, the day after Easter. Um, oh, gosh. Battery on my computer is about to die. Sorry, battery on my second computer because I uh, won't throw things out. <laughs> um, and I like having little toys to work with. Um, and it's really useful for things like this. Frodo, no. No, we're not doing this. I just fed Frodo and then he went out, which typically means he's fine. But um, I guess not today. Uh, today's Easter. Um, I, it was an uneventful Easter for me. I, I've never been somebody who's, like, super into Easter. I get it. I'm happy to celebrate it. I'm happy to go over the resurrection and whatnot. Um, and, I, you know, I don't have anything, like, bad to say about Easter. It is a little weird, the whole bunny thing. Um, you hear the little tapping. That's Frodo running around. Um, the Easter bunny thing. But, you know, it's like, whatever. I don't really care that much about that. The larger portion of it, for me, is just, like... We spend one day a year talking about the resurrection when it's kind of the crux of all of Christianity. And we treat the crucifixion like it's the biggest thing to happen in Christianity. It's really not. Um, but even then, I don't know. Like, Christmas, I have so many more quarrels with Christmas, but I love celebrating the holiday. And I think it's just because um, Christmas, I don't know, the, the holiday itself, it feels more like a holiday. Like, get time off from school or work, get to spend time with family. Everybody comes into town. We have all these traditions wrapped up around it. Um, but Easter, it was always a little bit less traditional. Um, not, you know, not in the, oh, traditional Sunday mass, at, you know, not like traditional dress and that kind of stuff. But like, we didn't have so many traditions growing up revolving around Easter. Um, Easter has always just, it's, it's just a thing that we've done. It didn't always feel like there was huge planning. I do remember one year we spent Easter down in Arizona with my grandmother, um, my mom's mom, which was so much fun. I, I do remember that being a good time. Um, other than that, I mean, my dad used to always hide Easter baskets for us, which was like bomb.com. You know what I'm saying? Like he was so good at hiding Easter baskets and it was so great. And I used to always get so frustrated because I couldn't find them. Um, I could totally be remembering this wrong. I feel like I was always the worst at finding them. Um, and I always felt like I had the easiest too. Um, but it might have just been there were certain years where that was the case. Cause, and I also feel like Drew always found us first. But then Jake's was always way harder. So for him, it always took a really long time. But it wasn't the same thing because his were just like in out there kinds of places. Um, oh, hey, Frodo. It's going to be one of those kinds of podcasts. Um, if you don't know, I'm going to just tell you a little bit about Frodo. So Frodo, he is a Yorkshire Terrier. He's absolutely adorable. He's a purebred. We found out, um, we got him, uh, 
he was with another family and the family had another dog and Frodo wasn't, uh, he wasn't doing well with the other dog. So we took Frodo in, uh, and we weren't sure cause Frodo's really big. He's like the size of a Westie, um, which is much bigger than most Yorkies. But then I don't remember when my parents found out, but he is purebred. Uh, I think they did some kind of a drug test of some sort. He is a little yipper. He loves to yip and yap and he loves to jump up on his hind legs and he sits in the windowsill. Um, we have a little bay window where there is a seating area and he'll get up there and look out and bark at anything that goes by. Um, so if you hear him barking, it's typically that. Um, if I immediately start yelling at him, it means that he wants something and I'm just not going to give it to him. Especially, you know what? We are podcasting right now and I just don't have the time. Um, also, heads up, if you don't know this about me, I'm a really fast talker. So I might just like start going and you know what? You're just going to have to be okay with that because it's my podcast. So yeah, I'll try to control it so that this is easier to listen to. Um, Easter, 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 Easter. This year I... I spent Easter with my brothers and some family friends. Um, my parents are out of town. They are in Hawaii right now. I know, it's such a difficult life. Okay. I'm going to pause for a brief second because Frodo is, like, whining. I don't know what he really needs. Sorry about that. Frodo just has a lot of energy. He wants to play. Um, but I'm going to do this first, and then I'm going to go play. I promise that he is well taken care of and I'm not being neglectful. I am going to take him out for a nice long walk. He just can't hear it. Um, Easter. Gosh, what was I talking about? Um, yeah, my parents are in Hawaii. Uh, they've been in Hawaii for like, I don't know, like eight or nine days now and they're coming back late tomorrow night. So I've had the house to myself, which has been nice. Um, I was hoping to be a little bit more productive than I was, but it was also nice to just be able to relax for a little bit. Um, but today it was funny because, so me and my brothers went over to some family friends' houses houses house it was one house um and they only own one house um but we we went to church in the morning and then we went there i went to church early like an hour early because there was nobody at the house and i was bored and i was like uh i mean i might as well just go worship with everyone um like go sing with the worship team while they're rehearsing and then as it would turn out um they were like hey sam do you know the baseline of the song and i'm like yes i know the baseline of every song and <laughs> not to sound pretentious, but, um, that's typically the case. If it's out of the hymnal, I probably know it. Um, so I, uh, I went and they, they needed me to sing a couple songs. So I was able to do that, which was fun. Um, and that, you know, I wasn't expecting it. I was just there. Uh, but church was packed, uh, of course, cause it's Easter and church is always packed on Easter. Um, we like to call them the Creaster <laughs> Creaster Creasters. That's what we call them. Um, the people who only show up on Christmas and Easter, uh, there's a large group of people. There's always going to be creasers out there. Um, because it's more of a tradition thing than it is a religion thing. At, at least that's my opinion. And, you know, I, I'm not going to be the person who dogs other people's faith. It's not my place, but you know, it, it, there is a, a reason for that trend. And I don't think anybody's blind to it either. Um, cause there's people out there who know they only go on Christmas and Easter, and there are people who say that they'll only go because those are the dates that their parents want them there, and that's fine too. Um, you know, is it ideal? No, but it is what it is. Um, so church was packed, and you ever have a day where you just, you're so tired? Frodo, uh, now we're back to this, 
Frodo woke me up at 2 a.m. Uh, last night. He typically wakes me up at like 5 or 6, somewhere around there to go out. Because um, poor little guy, he has little bladder stones. He did. Um, not anymore. Uh, they've been removed. But he still, he has to go a little bit more uh, frequently than a normal pup might. Um, so typically he'll wake me up. But it's like there's a huge difference between 6 and 2. And then he'll typically leave and he'll be fine for like an hour or two. And then he'll come back up. So today it was 2 and then 5.30, which it was the worst because after that second one, I could not go back to sleep and I'm still feeling super tired. But at church today, um, you know, and there's a lot of guests at church or visitors. Um, you're typically, you want to like go talk with them, ask them who they are, try to get them to come back in the future. Uh, <laughs> that's like the general idea. And that's just typical anyways of anyone who is visiting church. Um this just happens to be a huge influx of them. That, did I use that word right? Influx? Comment below if I used that word right, because I'm not sure. Um, this is a game that I used to play with uh, a buddy of mine, of mine back in college. I used to say so many more words incorrectly. And I've really tried to spend time focusing on my speech to make sure I don't accidentally say words that I don't know. Um, or words that I might mispronounce, words that I haven't seen written, stuff like that. Because there's words like that where you just hear it enough and you don't realize you're saying it wrong. Um thus irregardless is born um but <laughs> i i would catch myself sometimes and then he would catch me sometimes but he would always give me these eyes these side eyes of uh, that's not right um influx i wanted to just say there's a flux but that seems more wrong than influx um there's a lot of people at church today who are not regular attenders and so the right thing to do quote unquote right thing to do um would be to go and invite them to come back or get to know them, get their number, get coffee with them, that kind of stuff. I was so tired today. And so many of my friends who are regular attenders but have moved to other cities had come back for Easter. And I wanted to talk with them. And then there were people that I already knew um, who, you know, just regular people that I know. And I wanted to connect with them because I'm going out of town this weekend. I'm going to be leaving on Wednesday for Orlando and then I'll be coming back on Sunday. So I needed to make sure that I got out there and talked with who I needed to talk to. And I I felt a little bad for not talking to everybody that I wanted to. Um, but then also we had some family friends who were in t or who were at church. Um, okay. I'd, oh, there we go. Okay, sorry. Um, my recording software crashed on me, which was not fun. Luckily, I didn't lose anything. Um, but it did freeze up. Um, anyways, yeah, we, we had friends who were there. Um, we grew up with them. And their parents have always come to church, and they've kind of come and gone as time has gone on. And they were there. It was good to see them. Recording? I think it's recording. Ah, what a headache. Okay. Um. Oh, and then Microsoft Word opens, and then the Task Manager opens. Ah, see, why are you using? Okay. Uh, um. Oh, iCloud Photo Library is using so much space. Okay. Whatever. Um. Sorry about that. So, we had friends, so I wanted to talk with them. I didn't really talk with that many people, though. Which I guess is whatever, you know. That, that happens on Sundays sometimes. You can't talk to everybody. Um, but then afterwards, went home, let the dog out, and then we went over to uh, these close friends' house. Um, and they're my parents' age. They're, like, the greatest human beings ever. I love them so much. And I doubt they're listening to this. But if you are, know that I, I love you. You're loved. Um, it was so much fun. So it was um, 
the two of them, their son, who is my brother's age, um, me and my brothers, and then our close friend Donnie, um, which is great. It's, typically, when I say me and my brothers, Donnie is typically there, which is always the best. I love that he's become our adopted brother. Um, and it wasn't anything super fancy. You know, like, uh, the meal was absolutely fantastic and incredible. And we just sort of sat around and talked and shared stories. And it was a lot of fun. It was really, really great. Um, but it didn't, like, you know, there wasn't any kind of a ceremony or a tradition. I don't know what people do at Easter dinner. Uh, I know that people have Easter dinner with their family. And it's typically, it's one of those dinners that's scheduled to happen at, like, two or four. Um, and th that's what we did. It was, like, right after church. So we probably ended up eating, like... Well, we left at 2.30, and it was a full meal. Um, so, that was a lot of fun. Um, I think Christmas... Not Christmas. I'm sorry. I'm still really tired from waking up so early with Frodo. I think Easter is... I don't know. Fascinating, in theory. Um, what does that even mean? I don't know. I, I love the idea of Christmas, is what I'm trying to say. Um, I think it's really great. I think it's really important that we celebrate the resurrection resurrection uh, resurrection um i think it's really important uh i think we could probably spend more time on it than once a year because it's pretty dang important um but it just never got to me like i love halloween i love fourth of july um president's day never got to me memorial day never got to me um labor day never got to me i don't even know what labor day is um there's probably some historic event to go with it or maybe it's just have a day off because why not um, and then like Memorial Day, it's like, that is such an important day. We need, and Veterans Day as well. Um, the Veterans Day is really, really important. Um, and I, but then I don't have anybody who is, uh, in the military or who is a veteran that is super close to me. I, I, there are people who I've been close to at different times, but like no family members, no like immediate best friends or anything like that. Whereas with Easter, it's like, okay, there's a pretty immediate thing going on there that we're celebrating that affects me uh, pretty heavily. The resurrection has influenced my life pretty greatly as a Christian. Um, I know on this podcast, I wasn't, I'm not planning on doing all these Christian, 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 Christian talking times um, because I want it to be more than that. But um, yeah, I, it just, I mean, it's Easter, so I don't feel that bad about it. But Easter just, I don't know, it never, it never popped out to me. And I've never celebrated Good Friday. This last Friday, our singles ministry, we got together and we like, we had like a, a mini-ish lesson. It was more so just like a communion service. Um, and we watched, uh, we watched a video which, about the resurrection, um, really the whole crucifixion. Um, and that was really good. It was like a sand art video. Um, which if you're an artist and you can use sand, whoa, respect points from me. Um, and then we had a communion and we did some singing, which was great. So that was cool, but I don't know. Good Friday is never something that I've celebrated. Um, and I think in history, those holidays, I probably could have done a little bit of research and that would have made this a more interesting podcast, but I'm pretty sure they're of Catholic origin. You know what in Christian tradition is not of Catholic origin at this point, right? It's been so heavily influenced. Um, and then there's Christianity that's outside of Christian tradition. And I try to map that out as best as possible because I would much rather, um, personally, I would much rather be 
you know, my own version of Christianity and whatever that looks like. And for me, what that looks like is I make decisions for myself and I read the Bible and figure it out on my own. Um, not necessarily like I make decisions about what the Bible says because we can't make those decisions and we will mess it up if we do. But if I'm trying to follow the Bible and do everything it says, um, a lot of Christian tradition might not fit into that. A lot of it probably does, but not all of it does. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Gosh. I don't know. So today was a cool day. It was a chill day. Um, I hung out at home for quite a bit. I hung out with the dog, the doggy. Um, I don't know. It was Easter. Now it's going to be another week, and then I'm going to start my travels. I'm about to do so much traveling, it's kind of ridiculous. Why I decided to do a podcast, like start a podcast right before I'm going to be doing a bunch of traveling, not my brightest. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And we'll see what I can do when I'm in school, but hopefully I can do it enough, because it's really fun to do. Um, like I said, I'm going to Orlando this week. I am going to be going to the Unboxed Conference, which is... Um, it's a, what do you call it? A conference. I already said that. See, I'm really tired and talking to yourself is hard. Um, it's a conference where they're talking about topics that are, uh, not necessarily things that would normally be talked about at regular conferences. Cause you know, the, when you go to a Christian conference, there's going to be like regular stuff. There's probably going to be something on prayer. There's probably going to be something on dating. There's probably going to be something on you know how to convert people all that kind of stuff right these ones are supposed to be a little bit more out of the box um and i'm on the website now because i'm trying to find some of the things some of the topics here we go speakers and topics uh pick an app to open no what um jesus style disciple making that's like exactly what i just said um all things to all people transgender in the church so that's that's like a good example. You know, it's something that we should be talking about, but maybe not talked about as much. Um, helping spouses recover from sexual sin. That's going to be great um, and not necessarily applicable to me, but hopefully I can help people with their spouses and sexual sin and stuff. Um, actually, hopefully I don't have to. Not to say that I'm unwilling, but hopefully people in my life either aren't caught in sexual sin, caught, um, aren't in sexual sin, or uh, will have better resources than me. Um, untangling addiction, which, you know, I, I'm curious what that'll do. Um, RE, think influence. Let's rethink our approach to building foundations. I, I feel like, I don't know, is that going to be like a second in a series? Because it starts with RE, like you're responding to an email or something. I don't know. Um, out of control, decades of research I haven't covered. The, the humans are at their best when their motivation arises from within. Okay, that sounds good. That'll be fun. Um, rethink leadership culture. I like that, but I'm not a leader. Postmodernism in a non-Christian world where faith is challenging and disinformation is rampant. Apologetics. Uh, oh, nice. Apologetics are always fun to learn about. Um, that's Douglas Jacoby. He knows what he's talking about. Um, loving those suffering from substance abuse, um, substance use disorder. Sweet. Called to serve, free to lead. Okay. Lost or saved in translation. Uh, a much needed discussion on how to learn to have a great collaboration between race, genders, and generations. I'm down. 
Um, Crossing Denominational Lines, which is going to be really good. My friend Guy Hammond is going to be doing that one. And he's great. An old vision for a new church. This is the one that pisses me off a little bit. How an ancient biblical form is a pathway for spiritual renewal is a... No, that's not the one. Sorry about that, if that's yours. Um, wait, looking at discipling. There's one in here that I saw, and I... Reaching a lost generation. Here we go. A long-term health... The long-term health of the church depends on its ability to reach the millennial generation. Oh, one second. I'll rant about this in a second. Okay, sorry about that. Frodo was getting upset because we have neighbors, and that upsets him. Um, okay, this topic. I read this originally, and I'm trying to have an open heart and an open mind, but this... It touches on an idea that just frustrates me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have to reach the millennial generation, but how do we reach a group that is more unchurched than any we've un encountered as a movement? Okay. So the movement that I'm a part of and that this conference is associated with, it it's like, gosh, I don't know, maybe 30-ish years old, close to 40 years old, if I'm getting that right. Um, that could be wrong. Uh I think that's right. I think we're like 35 or something. Um, so, okay, so what you're saying is that, and, and I don't know the person who's doing this, and, you know, I it just seems like, and I feel like I keep hearing all of this, um, <laughs> millennials are being looked at like we are just so much more of heathens than anyone else in the world, than any other generation there is, but especially those who are right in front of us. Like, as a millennial, um, what, my parents uh, would just inherently, they've just been so much better than us, and they've, they've been raised right. You know, it's like, come on. That's not really how any of this works. I understand where people are coming from when they describe the differences between previous generations and the generations of millennials and what even is a millennial i'm pretty sure i count as millennials um i was born in 84 um millennials here we go also known as generation y okay uh there are no precise dates for when it starts Demogra uh demographers that's a cool word demographers nice um our researchers typically uh, oh, crap. Uh, as early as 1980s as starting birth years and the mid-90s to early 2000s as ending. I feel like early 80s is kind of soon. I, I would think, like, early 90s is about as early as you could to early 2000s. But I don't know how these generations work. Okay, according to this, there's a lost generation, a GI generation, silent generation, baby boomers, generation X, millennials, generation Z. So, I know of baby boomers. I haven't heard of any of the other ones. Well, except for millennials, of course. And Generation X, I kind of have an idea of. Um, just the generation before me. Anyways, okay. Back to this. So, millennials, I don't know. I, okay. Take it from a millennial's perspective. I'm literally just growing up, doing the best with all the things that are going on in the world. I'm not looking at like oh this is what happened so this is what's probably i'm just looking at the world as it what it is right i'm not trying to find context for it i'm just trying to exist in the world and using that for my advantage as a human being as human beings our goal is to try and survive because we are we are animals and as animals we want to try and survive so i'm not doing anything but trying to survive and some of the things that help us survive is um serotonin 
which is the hormone that produces happiness. Um, gosh, I said that and now I'm really worried. Serotonin um, is, what does it do? It's a neurotransmitter, central nervous system, including humans. That doesn't help me. Okay, I'm just going to kind of hope that this one tells me that it's the happiness gene. Um, it carries uh, between nerves of the ba serotonin is active during constricting smooth muscles, transmitting pulses, uh, contributing to well-being and happiness. Okay, so I was right. Yeah. Okay, so anything that's going to cause serotonin to be released in my brain is something that I'm probably going to want to do again because it tells me that things are good. When my body is in pain, that is less of those types of chemicals because I don't know. I don't know what all of these things that go off in my head are. I'm not going to pretend like I do. Um. I'm not a scientist, but I know that that's how brains work. We exist under a certain number of chemical reactions, and one of them is these pleasant feelings. So some of those pleasant th feelings might come from smartphones or from iPods or from <laughs> the Internet and Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is, right? That doesn't mean that I am less churched. I am very churched, and if you're going to say our culture is unchurched, I think that we're just being louder about it, and here's why I think that. Before, like, okay, think about the the dichotomy of, like, or not dichotomy, but the existence of, like, jocks and, you know, the cheerleaders versus the nerds and the geeks and, like, all those kinds of things. People just kind of naturally segregated into their own corners, and there was a natural hierarchy. Like, if you were in sports or if you were cool or popular, you would get better treatment. That doesn't exist hardly as much anymore, or at least that my experience in high school was that it, it didn't. And I, from what I've been able to see, it continues to be the case because people are finding out that the things that they thought made them weird aren't actually that weird. Playing video games, people love video games. Pokemon, Zelda, it's all over the place. It's super mainstream. Everybody's super into it. So for the person who's a Pokemon nerd, he doesn't need to be quiet about that because it's actually pretty cool. Everybody's into it. That is existing on a much higher scale now because of the internet. We have access to find sub-communities in the internet where we can express ourselves and be more comfortable with ourselves. So then... <laughs> When we're looking at an unchurched culture, I mean, let's be real, like, the generations that came before us, they had quite a bit of sin themselves. And to anybody who's trying to deny that fact, it, it's sorry, there's kind of a lot of sin in every generation. The only thing is, our sin is just a little bit louder because the people who are being shamed and shunned for, you know, being sexually active or drinking a lot... They're having an opportunity to say, oh, well, only God can judge me. Look at this group of other people who are doing exactly what I'm doing. Are you saying that we're all terrible human beings? You know, it, it's a platform for which they can be defensive. And to call us unchurched, I just don't think that's fair. Um, not to say that I'm going to disregard this lesson. I'm really excited to hear what this guy has to say. Um, this is just a thing that keeps coming up. And I, I watch people who are also millennials around me. Um continue to have similar um similar thoughts around these ideas uh, it just it starts to get frustrating um yeah anyways this conference is going to be a lot of fun it's supposed to be 90 in orlando this week which is a little ridiculous um we're going to disney world which is going to be super sweet uh the people i'm going with and 
gosh, I'm just, I'm super stoked. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna probably get burnt to a crisp. If you know me, you know that I'm pale and frail and definitely do not like to drink ale. You see what I did there? It was, it rhymed. Um, I, yeah, I don't like IPAs, but I like like ambers. I know there's other ales outside of Indian pale ale that are less hoppy. They exist. Um, but I don't drink that much, so I don't really know. Gosh, I'm really tired. It's been like 30 minutes, but it's been longer because I've had to stop to take care of the dog. And I'm kind of done. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> I will catch you on the next show. Thanks. Bye.